All right, welcome to another episode of Kiwi Skane Stories, where neighbors meet neighbors. Today, we get to know Kiwi Skane resident here, Angela Horton. She has a luxury resort wear collection, and you will find her at the farmer's market almost, I mean, every Sunday now since I've been going. Uh, so it's it's nice to see you there and get to, I've got to meet you. So I'm glad to have you on the show. Angela, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, Alex, for inviting me to come and share my story with you. I look forward to it. Let's dive right in. So what was the inspiration behind your collection? So, you know, when I first started my business in 2005, I was working in knitwear for Ralph Lauren at the time, or I had worked in knitwear and also with a company called Frette, um, which is an Italian bed linen manufacturer. So I was working in luxurious comfort and, you know, real cozy, cuddly things. And so I got this idea that there was something missing in hospitality, um, in the in hospitality market, which was blankets because everybody had gone to, to um, duvet covers, but they needed throws. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to start my own collection of, of cashmere. So I went to Hong Kong and started sourcing um, knitwear and, you know, it evolved from a blanket to a cape, to a coat. And now I'm evolving even more, I guess, um, you know, rebranding, reinventing myself. Um, I've always kind of been a chameleon all my life. So I, I decided when I moved to um, Florida, which I was already doing some of the whites and things in the Hamptons in the summers, selling the, um, the swimwear and the whites. So I'm really just kind of continuing or, you know, working on a different level with resort wear. But when I was um, developing the brand, it, it really evolved, um, honestly, into you know, knitwear being sort of the specialty of it. And even now, you know, knitwear being active and, and swimwear. Um, I love working with the technique of fabrics. And so, you know, this is where we are today, but that was really how I was inspired. I was traveling quite a bit at the time and um, my logo, you know, sort of evolved into, you know, a suitcase, if you will. It looks like a little piece of luggage. Um, and that was like working with this graphic design artist. And, you know, we just, tweaked and went in with shapes that I that I liked and and that's how it emerged. <laughs> cool. Tell us a little bit about Hong Kong. It's it's always nice to see how people travel. My I have a cousin in Peru who also has her own she for a moment she had a little line wear as well and then she went came to Miami to source for products and New York. But how was your Hong Kong experience? Well I love Hong Kong. I've been there a couple of times and I have to say it's a fascinating city. I mean it's unreal. And they're, you know, light years ahead of us in a lot of ways and their, their um, currency and everything and the way that things um, are working in over there are completely different than here. But, um, you know, I my first experience wasn't as good as my second one, I think, because I didn't really, you know, understand how everything was working. I was a little and my sister-in-law had gone with me to source and we were flying into little towns like Ningbo, you know places that were not exactly like, um, it was a little rough around the edges, yeah. but I've always been fascinated with the architecture there and the design, um, aspect. Um, so it was really an amazing experience for me that the food is, you know, I love the food, but, um, 
over there, I wasn't really trusting much. I let's just say I had a lot of protein bars <laughs> of the food, but yeah. it was the, the second time around was a complete, completely different. And I think it's just comes with, you know, maturity with, with the, the space between, you know, when you start your company and as you evolve, what goes on, but there, I had a great um, agent I was working with and, you know, it, it worked out really well for me to, to work with, um, with them. And, you know, I was doing everything wrong in the beginning, honestly. I mean, it's kind of crazy because I was literally drop shipping out of a box to Neiman Marcus, which is not the way you're supposed to do it. I've learned a lot yeah. of lessons the hard way. I've learned a lot of lessons um, for others and for myself. But um, that's, that was my ex- experience in Hong Kong. I love the peninsula. <laughs> I love that hotel. <laughs> Well, that's how, that's how we grow, right? By learning sometimes, as, as they call it, when I first started, the school of hard knocks, because you, you get like being boom, and then that's how you, that's how we learn. But uh, awesome, awesome. Hong Kong must have been awesome. Um, so where can we currently find your, your products? So right now, my, my business model, you know, has really changed. I think most, you know, now that we have immersed into maybe this sort of fourth and fifth dimension of this world that we're in. I think retail modules are really taking on a different, um, a different form, if you will. And, you know, we're not looking, we're looking at more of a pop-up dynamic, if you will. So Mm -hmm. that's what I've been doing since I got here is, you know, I have a real affection for this market here because it really offers everything that you need and the community is unreal. I mean, I've done them in Palm Beach since I got here. I've done them, you know, Mary Brickle is a great neighbor to, neighborhood as well, a little bit younger. But th- this, is a, this is a really refined island and there's a lot of really um, incredible layers here that you wouldn't even imagine. I think a lot of people don't even know that. And one thing I, I think that makes me feel comfortable is it's sort of like I found this little, I don't know, Hamptons of Miami right here. It's very, um, I, I mean, it's very organic in every way. And I've kind of left the scene of climbing and I feel like with all the nature, I've really been able to align myself. I can get off course here and there, you know, um, kind of fall off, but I really feel like um, this is a super inspiring um, place to be. So how does the future look like for you and your business? So, well, the future looks really bright, actually. I think there's a lot of things on the horizon. Um, I'm working on a, you know, a business plan, very concise, sort of deep and narrow in swimwear um, and, you know, cover-ups. And I am working with Columbia, which is a very exciting step. We're doing all handmade stuff. So it's, you know, going to be about six, eight months from now. But that's giving me time to really get um, on the back end of this in terms of operating because I really have grown exponentially actually in the last year and a half just through Instagram. So we're using, you know, Shop Up My Shopify, which we took all the cashmere down, and now we're going to be implementing all of the new things. Uh, so there's a lot of really, really exciting things that I'm learning step by step. I mean, everything in terms of like, you know, should the packaging be handled here in Miami and I'm visiting warehouses and I'm talking to Amazon and, you know, is that what, what are the steps 
the next steps. So, and I've actually had a, you know, a team of light around me just in terms of um, the support that I need um, that have really come forward. The minute you open your mouth here, I feel people are really, really embracing and, oh, you know, you need to go meet with this girl in Doral and you need to go meet with, you know, just to see maybe um, I can find the pillars that I need to really um, have the legs to, to move forward in a, in a big way not just people screenshotting on Instagram and saying, I want this, um, really doing it properly and having, you know, um, everything intact, but I'm, it's amazing what I've done just, <laughs> just with people sending me screenshots. Like we love what you're doing. And I don't just want this dress. I want this shoe and bag and sunglasses And so the whole nine yards, which is fabulous. And Saks Fifth Avenue has been really a great, um, platform as well. And I'm really grateful to have had that sort of camaraderie between New York and New York and Florida. There's a good marriage there. So. Talking about New York and Florida, you came down from New York down to South Florida. So that, that must have been an interesting uh, journey. And then you ended up here in Kiwi Skane. Can you tell us a little bit of that journey? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, you know, it's been, um, it's been really relatively smooth considering um, culturally it is very different. although culturally because we're on the island, but, you know, being 15 minutes from, from Brickell makes it a really um, nice thing transition from New York because um, it is very much like New York. And I feel like there's a pace that's going on in Miami that, you know, obviously with 600 people moving here a day, it's a lot. So I think there's such a juxtapose going on that you don't feel like you really, um, left that there are so many New Yorkers here you know there's um I feel like people are coming by my booth every Saturday saying you know I uh I'm, a, I'm from New York I'm from the north it could be you know Boston wherever and um when I tell them that I moved here I mean they're like good choice you know like you made the right choice and you can see they're like really contemplating if it's something that that they could do you know manage to really make um the big change because it is a big change you know it's one thing to to be able to kind of go back and forth but when you have a child here in school you know you know you're really planting your roots a bit and um it's been a great community for my child I have to say like just in terms of the schools and the um the people are really incredible here super helpful so that that part I have to say has been um really good. I mean, we're still obviously have little kinks where we, you know, it didn't really happen until spring because we were just going, 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 and it was busy season. But I began to see like these pictures of the tulips in Central Park. And I was like, oh, I kind of miss it. You know, like you have these little moments, but that's nothing that a, like a trip couldn't take care of, you know, and then um, to come back to the, the glory of this ocean all around me and, and what this place is offering at this stage in my life. You know, it's one thing when you're in your twenties and thirties and you're single and having fun. Um, but when you're, you know, at this point, I think this is a really, really fabulous place to be. So going back to your designs, you know, what, yeah. what is your favorite part of the process of designing a product or a line? So, I mean, the, really the initial phase of actually just putting the pencil to paper and, and figuring out the best silhouettes, you know, it could be, um, suits that but you know I'm selling to anyone from age literally like from 
14 to mm. 80. So I have a really broad audience. And I feel like when I'm looking at the swimwear, my, my biggest feat in this lifetime is to empower women and to really make them feel amazing, no matter what shape, size, color, this, that, or the other. So for me, when I think about what a woman feels her best in, and it doesn't matter if it's a teenager or it's an eight-year-old. I had a lady yesterday, she was probably 80 and she came, she's like, you know, I want a long sleeve swimsuit and, you know, but not cut too high and this and that. And, and I had the perfect thing for her and her husband's like, don't you have a swimsuit? (laughs) Super cute. She's like, yeah, but I'm going to start swimming. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I love this little woman. She was so cute. And I, you know, it's really true. Like sometimes you just need that new thing to inspire you and it doesn't matter what age you are. And I really feel like, um, this is my calling in life is to, to inspire, um, from a teenager to a woman in their eighties to really, really have, um, be at their best, to feel their best and to have self-love. So I, I think that's the beginning initial stages of like finding the best silhouettes that work. Um, now, obviously, quality, too, is is probably another thing. And, and that's what I'm finding really fabulous about Columbia is that their quality is exceptional and the price points are good. I'm not going to be paying, you know, as much taxes and all kinds of stuff. So. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I love every process, honestly, but my favorite part is you know, choosing the beginning part, probably the colors too, because I love color. Okay. I was about to ask you, like, I know that we were pre-podcast, we were talking about, I asked what your favorite color was so that I can change my mic um, um, foam, but uh, so about color, how does, I know that there are some colors match some colors. Like when I was putting my logo together, I had to Google like what colors go well with each other, (laughs) but this is whole, like almost science behind color. How do you see color? Oh, that's it. So color for me is something tremendous. I mean, when I close my eyes and I meditate every morning, my, my glory is when I see the colors before my eyes, when, you know, mm-hmm. things, cause I know I'm in this sort of transcendental state where I can just release my ego or release anything and be in the place of, you know, the beginning. And so you know, aligning my chakras and being in that, that point. So when you ask me a favorite color, that is probably a very difficult question because I love every color and I have such an appreciation, um, especially for a bright white, um, because I think white is just as peaceful as it gets. And, you know, I'm, I, I love the sun. As you can see, I do not, I I use my SPF, but I, I really love the light. So Color for me is everything. It's really amazing. So let me let me ask you about a little bit about Cubiscane. Now that you know, we we know we, you came down from New York. You're enjoying the farmers market. You have your family here. What are what are some of the things you've found that you like about the key so far? Hmm. Probably my favorite part about the key is the farmers market, and I know that's crazy. I like look forward to getting there on Saturday morning. And that Pastor Denny, I feel like I'm on the set of MASH. It's hilarious. <laughs> Everyone with their tents. And the Pastor Denny gets out and he like prays for everybody. And I'm like, this is fabulous. This is so fun. I mean, it's just, and then you have, you know, these gorgeous things all around you that are so home, like made from the heart. And they're so, that's what it is. This, this place has so much heart in what it offers. And <clears throat> 
you know, to be in a, a national park just 20 feet from mm-hmm. me or to be in Miami, the other direction. Um, I, I think it's absolutely as good as it gets. I don't know how it could get much better. It's really heavenly here. Awesome. Yeah. No, we, we love the key here and the key. So it's, it's always good to hear these comments. Yeah, absolutely. And the restaurants are good too. I have oh, to say yeah. some really good restaurants. You kind of have every, everything under the sun, you know, the flavors are great. And um, <clears throat> I would add a few stores here if I were you, but um, you know, those are like just little things like a text or for instance, there's just certain things, you know, that I'm like, why do they not have like, you know, fabulous kids? Store? I don't know. So there are little things, but they're so not important in the big, big scheme of things. Big scheme of things, you really have everything you need here. So Angela, I know that we're running out of time. I have one more question for you. I know that you mentioned you like to empower women with your designs, um, and you're also an entrepreneur. So what would you say to women that want to start their own businesses and want to start on the journey? How would you recommend or any empowering words to get started? Because I know that sometimes that's a struggle. The struggle is taking that leap right? Mm-hmm. It's so true. Those? Yeah. I think, you know, the biggest thing for girls and for women at any age, you can start anything you want at any age. So if you're feeling something in your heart that, you know, moves you that really can bring out the best in you, I think this is the, the really the key is to get to what really makes your heart sing. Um, you know, fashion is a labor of love and it is, it's a lot of work. So I always say, unless you really, really, really <laughs> um, love something, you, you're not going to put your heart into it. So you have to make sure that if you love, you know, home decor, or if you love art, whatever it is, if it's photography, if it's, you know, interviewing people, it has to be what really makes you, it's that you're passionate about. Because if you're not passionate about it, you're not going to, you're not going to succeed. Like that's, a, that's, that's the bottom goal is to have longevity and to really sustain something. It has to be, it has to really be it. You embody it. So I, I, I think it's starting from a place of that, whether it's, you make a, you know, a vision board of what, what it is that really um, makes that works for you, whether, you know, it's being, becoming the best swimmer or becoming whatever it is in anything. Um, any business, any, you have a thing for a cleaners. You want to start a cleaners because your parents have it, but um, maybe also not always doing, you know, things that are expected from family or, you know, everybody's going to have their opinion on what people should do these days. And there are so many different opportunities that um, if you just knock and you try and you go, a lot of times you find that this opens the, the door for you, you know, don't pay attention to every single sign. That's another thing too. I think a lot of times we overlook things that are right in front of us sometimes. Um, and someone could be saying something to you that really triggers. And, and the minute you open your, your eyes and your ears to that, things really can take off. So mm-hmm. Pay attention to the things around you. I think it's really important. That's fair. I like that. And from and, and one more question from from idea to actual concept, I think that's also like a big gap that entrepreneurs create for themselves, like a big wall. But once they step over it, 
it's it's not as bad as they originally seemed. Would you could you identify with that? Maybe when yeah. you were thinking about the idea and then actually making it a reality was not as hard as it may have seemed at first. Yeah, you know, one thing that it's hard for creative, I think, people is to um, sometimes not put all the ideas down and execute in the order. I think if you're able to have, you know, I've always been lucky enough to have people that have worked beside me that have come to fruition that um, can help me articulate everything that's going on in this crazy brain. So I think sometimes just being able to sit down and and organize um, first step first, um, you know, once you take order, things take off, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's very, um, it's like you said, it's, it's much easier once you take, take action, once you put it down on paper and you just start checking off what, what needs to happen. So, awesome. and there you have it. Boom. Voila. You have what you need. So. Mm-hmm. I agree. Awesome. Angela, thank you so much for jumping on Kiwi's Canyon Stories and telling us your story. It was wonderful. It was really nice to share and Um, Great to see you as always. So I'm sure I'll be bumping into you again somewhere.